where nostalgia and wonder abound. Folks flock together, admiring the mighty, the marvelous, the super. Have you pondered how to begin your wanderings of the nerd realms? Well, hot dame. Welcome to the Dame Patrol. Your vigilant Mrs. Three are here delivering the news, cues, and reviews from across the geek world. Get a move on, gals. Your vigil has begun. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fabulous episode of The Dame Patrol. I am Strongest Dame. Mini, also known as Arminia, but for you guys, it's definitely Mini. And then to my left, I have the most knowledgeable dame, Stephanie. And by my side, we have probably the most distracted dame, this is Amy. And I'm really excited for today's topic, (laughs) you guys. (laughs) I am too. Amy, your heart. You're a planetier of heart. I yeah, no. but if this is the we're doing the planetier episode, I'm gonna have problems. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that for April, I'm sure. We'll put it in our pocket. Put it in the first. pocket. We'll put it in our pocket first. Mm-hmm. Write us a little note. Throw it in the water. We'll find it later. Yeah. But uh, we have a lovely episode for you guys today. But before we get into that, we have to talk about our lovely sponsors. Sponsors. Amy, who's our first sponsor? Granddaddy sponsor. Our granddaddy sponsor, the one who started it all, the owner of our Dame Den, our illustrious Uncle Ben. Yeah. Over at Empire's Comic Vault, located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Stop by for pugs, hugs, hot sauce, comic books, and extra surprises for this month. Because we do all sorts of stuff. But... We have a Segunda sponsor. We do have a Segunda sponsor. Do do I get the whiffs of delightful something? I can't can't place it. What is it? You Mm. have the whiff of delightful things that you can get for your lovely significant other or your Galentine (gasps) this February from Quillen Inc. Alchemy on Etsy. You can get delightful scents of all the fantastic fandoms. Mm. Do you want to send someone to a lovely new world? You can get someone the scent of Ferelden from Dragon Age. Ooh. Get that scent of mystery, war, and musky adventure. I'm okay with this. It's yeah. a nice earthy smell. It's Ooh. great. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. For that warden in you and your friendship. <laughs> so you can get that from Quillen Inc. Alchemy. That's on Etsy. Search them on Etsy or search them on Google. You will find them immediately. And you can use the code HOTDAME to get 15% off your first purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, guys. Guys, guys, okay. so gals, 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 hey babes, babes, hey babes, hey babes, hey babes. So, this episode, since we are now officially in February, La Amour, we are here to talk about the captain of your ship, Ooh. ships, relationships, and why we ship them in our fandoms. The things we love. Mm-hmm. But Minnie, why don't we explain what a ship is? Yes, please, because I had problems with this. And oh, I'm yes, okay you did. Okay. <laughs> I was critiqued and corrected before we started this, and I'm absolutely We, we okay saved Amy from a snafu. Thank you. <laughs> well, smartest name, what is ships? All right. So ships, uh, when it comes to fandom speak, as uh, tends to be people that you like to see together romantically. Oh. Not, uh, so it's not just any relationship. It's a romantic relationship. Yeah. that you really really like and they make you happy they make Aww. you warm in your heart mm-hmm. in your kokoro <laughs> is yep. it like that marie kondo when you hold it it gives you joy like yes. the feeling of a puppy exactly yes it sparks exactly joy exactly what it yes. is okay. does joy. this ship spark joy in you when you see these There's two people together mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and in fandom there is also like friendships mm-hmm. typically they're called bro tps so yes. that's uh bro one true pairing so it's two friends that you're like they're best friends for life like finn Aww. and jake from adventure time and then mm-hmm. you have uh, families, which is typically going to be called found family mm-hmm. more than anything. 
So that's that whole spectrum. But we specifically are talking about romantic since we are in February, the month of love. So are you saying we are boarding the love boat? Yes, or I a, love the love boat. <laughs> or the love train. <laughs> we are, are we joining hands and starting a love train? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then on this love train, we're going to go past the love shack. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's, that's, we're going to go past yeah, it's, that. It's that's a, where the lemons are. multi-ticket, multi-ticket <laughs> adventure. Apparently, we are all about that adventure and experience. Okay, mm-hmm. so we know what it is. Where are we going next? We're going to go to... Brief history, actually. Ah, okay. So modern-ish history, a lot of things specifically started from Kirk and Spock, actually, of Star Trek. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's so many iterations. Are we talking like back yonder? With, way back yonder. Way, way back, back yonder, yonder when I was the original not a, series. I was not a twinkle in anybody's eye? Nope. Mm-hmm. <gasps> way back yonder in the original series, people really, really dug Kirk and Spock together. They were potentially the first iteration of a slash fic mm-hmm. and slash fandom which is you know two people of the same gender being paired together as a couple and they actually have historians that deal with pop culture that state that they are the first ship mm-hmm. that people popularized relationships in modern media mm-hmm. i don't believe that's necessarily the case okay but they are the first known yeah. fanfic that had been published. Uh, fanzines actually mm-hmm. helped save the show when it first got canceled. <gasps> what? Yeah. Wait, it got canceled? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. They they were going to cancel it after one season, and then women mounted a letter writing campaign that saved it. Yep. Okay. Because they shipped Kirk and Spock so much, they wanted to see how their adventure yeah. ended together. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to need, in future dates, I'm going to need the Star Trek episode, Smartest Name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get on that. D- no, for sure. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll put that down in the pocket of your seat on this love <laughs> on this love boat mm-hmm. to get where we need to go. Okay, so Kirk and Spock. Kirk and Spock. Yes. Was and I feel else? like uh, getting back on, the, on what you were saying earlier when you're like, I don't believe that that's the first mm-hmm. male ship that, pe- that a lot of people shared. I feel it's just the thing that we have the most documented evidence, mm. like, as far back. Okay. Uh, that they're, everyone's able to like quickly be like, oh yeah, I'm holding this zine right in my hand from the 60s. It totally exists. So I feel that's what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Was and then, there anybody else? There was. Uh, I had brought up uh, in our quick notes because we don't we didn't talk about things outside of episodes because it's content. Shh, it's content. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had briefly mentioned my notes, and Stephanie actually hit me with uh, some real cool musical information actually oh, yeah. very interesting and literary oh. technically yes, technically so literary. uh so shipping has a very very long elaborate history i mm-hmm. feel there's a lot of stuff that we just don't have records of of pop culture shipping but mm-hmm. one is uh that's really well known is the author that wrote um my fair lady mm-hmm. basically uh hated the fact that people shipped eliza and the doctor together they like always he, do though yeah but that's the thing yeah. so he hated that he hated that like like people were like shipping that he hated that like i think adaptations were shipping that so he wrote like an epilogue to basically talk about like why this would not work uh where basically i think eliza tells him off or something uh yeah but he he added that on to like future publications so there's that so there's the examples of like ships existing and having such cultural impact that like the author like rises from his like literary cave to be like no and then everyone else shouts back We'll do what we want. <laughs> yeah, so that's one. Uh, another fun fact mm-hmm. that we were talking about right before the that I just remembered that is really cool is we actually, there is 
two schools of thought for where shipping as a term comes from. Because okay. it's like very easy to be like, oh, relationship mm-hmm. shortened to Which I ship. thought that's, that's what it was. Um, yeah. But there is another thing that thinks that it came from, because uh, around the same time where that became a popular thing, the Pokemon anime was mm-hmm. a thing. And the very popular ship from that was uh, Jesse and James of Team, Team Rocket. Rocket. So it became known as rocket shipping, which can also be sh- uh, shortened to shipping. So there's, mm-hmm. it's a kind of a thing about we don't, it's one of those two things that started it. So it's kind of fun fact for your back pocket. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. I mean, I, I personally never shipped Jesse and James, but that's just me, mm-hmm. but I can see how other people, but on the flip side for Pygmalion and uh, My Fair Lady, I, every, everything that was portrayed was always like, Eliza's in love with the doctor mm-hmm. and the doctor has unrequited feelings. And that's the entire, um, there's an there's a music, there's a number that he does in the mm-hmm. show where yeah. it's oh I've grown accustomed to her face yeah and I'm like if they play it the way they play it if you watch the movie variation adaptation of this they play it in such a way that it's like he's grappling with this inner struggles of she's this woman off the street and now he's in love with her and I'm just like what yeah yep. well yeah that's, that's exactly what the everyone has done with it ever since because that's such a popular ship it actually transformed the work into something else than what the author intended because that was the power of fans interpretation of a relationship mm-hmm. which oh is gosh. the pinnacle of shipping honestly mm-hmm. especially in modern fandom yeah and now that we've laid the tiles for history for you guys yes. for all of this loveliness mm-hmm. and how important shipping is to different different iterations let's talk about our ships. Ooh, it's exciting. We ship. And let's make sure I go to the correct section of my yes, notes please before do. I get to correct straight <laughs> off the bat. Yeah, there were some misunderstandings. I, del- I, del- I deleted lots of things <laughs> that we won't mention. I'm okay with I'm happy to learn because it's always an opportunity to expand my horizons and being with you ladies is a fantastic opportunity to Aww. do that. Aww. Galentine's. Galentine's. I like Galentine's. Okay, so what's up first? What Um, what are we? Where are we heading? What uh, we doing? You want to start yours? Where Where do we want me to start? Do you know what? Let's go with the one that I've always wanted that I knew was doomed to begin with, but it just makes me happy. That's right. That's its own category. Yeah. So it transpires in both comic books and now cinematically, but of course it is Steve Rogers. And Miss Peggy Carter. And I know it ain't never going to happen, but I appreciate the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm and the optimistic 'er ne'er-do-well of myself besides the unrequited love. And we can go into the Peggy Carter, the Mm -hmm. TV show and blah, blah, blah. But they work in such a great space together that I always thought if he had happened to, you know, not crash that plane into the ice, it it would be a really adorable thing to see. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. It's the whole, the, the tragicness, the star-crossed loverness. And then that's also where you get the a, uh, alternate universes or yes. AUs or the fix-it fix, which is like... Uh, we want to make this happen correctly. We want to make this happen. And uh, sometimes they're like, oh, and then Peggy's brought back to life somehow in the future. or <laughs> And she's not old lady Peggy and yeah. she's not on her deathbed going, Stephen? Oh, yeah, yeah, which God, is just yeah. hurting Ew. our hearts. Oh, yeah, so much harder. Okay, Ooh, and then if uh, this is kind of one of the ships that was canon by being non-canon in exactly, a way to where yeah. we see bits of it and like what could be, but it doesn't actually happen in full fledged, unfortunately. Um, but I feel if it had, I feel they definitely would have had a very like Evie 
and O'Connell feel from like the Ooh. mummy. And I think that would have been really cool to see happen, especially in the comics and oh, especially yeah. in the movies. Right. Oh, so Stephen and Peggy forever in my heart. Ugh. Rip, rip, Peggy. <laughs> rip, 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 my Peggy. <laughs> rip, rip, my Peggy. Okay. <laughs> Steph, do you want to go? Uh, well, if we're talking about battle couples, I'm going to talk about one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I feel they uh, the writing kind of stumbled into. Um, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite games ever, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. So my favorite ship that I've... Uh, or basically, so that's a game where you play as Commander Shepard, who can be either a lady or a dude. And if you play as Lady Female, uh, Lady Shepard... Uh, you can romance Garrus Vakarian, who is an alien rifleman who, who looks like a raptor. Who looks like a space raptor. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Keep it's going. Yep. But, mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, not so not the long snout. So kind of put that back like in there. Like a pug raptor. Like a pug raptor, essentially. <laughs> but it's great. So the reason why the ship is really good is like first game, they didn't think that you'd want to romance anyone who was not human or very uh, blue human. No offense to Liara. I, I love Liara, but continue. But yeah, uh, so they didn't think people would want to romance anything too exo- uh, too out there. So they didn't include uh, him or another alien companion as romance options. Okay. And so, mm-hmm. but so they wrote them as friends first. So they kind of have this the best build relationship up start that way. Of like yep. him, like wanting to like break the rules, and you can either like rein him in or enforce those decisions. But basically, it builds your friendship. And then the second game, you uh, he's basically after you died in quotes, uh, like spoilers, you, by the way, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Oops. Quotes. Yeah. It doesn't take. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um, Only Uncle Ben. So you you go and you rescue him from the place that he's been mm-hmm. and uh, like continue your friendship from there. And it just builds this whole like you're and at that point, he's like one of the first people you can recruit. So and in this place where she, uh, your your shepherd doesn't feel like she can trust many of the people around her. Mm-hmm. So it kind of is like you're the person I trust and it just builds on the friendship. Aww. And then like if you ever break up with him, he never like uh, uh like he never sends nudes he never he talks never, dirty he, he about never, you he never like uh guilts her or like he's like i will be <gasps> he's a human he's an actual human he has yes. an actual human heart oh my yeah gosh. he, he yeah. will basically be like i know that you're dealing with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. i'm gonna be what you need and if you just need me to be your friend that's what we'll be and you can even break up with him like the moment he's about to do his super like romantic date with you and he's still like no it's fine like <gasps> i'm here for you and this it's really great amazing yeah. yeah it's it's a really i I never You're played it. You're starting to blush. Yeah, I never played it, but they write it really well. They write it super duper well really on accident. Cheap. Yeah, and yeah. I feel it's on accident too because every other dude relationship, like if you try to break up with them, it's I think, poop. or any other relationship, I don't know. I haven't Minus really... Liara, Minus any other Li- relationship. Yeah, if you try bad. to break up with them, they get really like, it ruins your relationship with oh, them essentially. So it's just, it's just so good. It's so delicious. And this is Mass Effect? It's Mass Effect, and I would definitely recommend it. It's great. I want to play this now. No, you should. It's a very good game. Uh, I feel like we can, we're can. we definitely going to have to lend you it, or we're going to have to, like, let's play it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's so, oh, gosh, these are good. Okay. Yeah. 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 Chef kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then mine, so we've got video games. We for sure have comics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do kind of a hybrid. Okay. So it's a comic and also technically a cartoon. So I'm going to go with uh, Beast Boy Raven, also Ooh. known as BB Ray. So this first started, I know I've mentioned it, um, I read a lot of the 80s comics. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't necessarily do it in the long term, but they did sprinkle it. Raven was in relationships with the Kid Flash, oddly uh, enough, yep. which was interesting to read. But they did sprinklings of her being close to Beast Boy in a way that no one else really understood. And then in the cartoon, they definitely laid they turned into it that. Up. Yeah. They turned it up a lot. They went from like a six to like a 12 real fast. <laughs> this is before Go, too. This was Go. Yeah. Go like smeared it all over the place. Go smeared it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But it's such a cool relationship because we have Beast Boy who doesn't necessarily feel that people will respect him if he's not like the jokey guy and he doesn't know how to be anything but that. And we have Raven, who doesn't think anyone will really like her because of what she is. And she has to, like, conceal, don't feel exactly. everything because she's a demon. And if she feels too much, it's going to go really bad. And it's a really cool dichotomy of them both learning how to break out of that and become great individuals and to become actual friends and then eventually become really great teammates mm -hmm. to then become really great partners. And in the comics, Aww. they definitely deal with that, especially in the 03 Teen Titans run. Mm -hmm when they're kind of one of the three heads of the Teen Titans. And it's really cool seeing them actually have that dichotomy together, especially during the Blether Brett arc. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <gasps> Where their first kiss is in a mortuary. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about It's that. so cute. Oh. Really morbid, but really cute. It's adorable. It's adorable. It's, adorable. it's them. It's, it's them, you know. And I love it. I love when ships have growth on both ends. Mm -hmm. I love when ships help each other the two couples help each other grow as individuals. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. No, that's yeah. one of the things that annoys me the most is when they do the whole, like, will they, won't they forever? Because they believe, like, oh, the moment they get together, there's <sighs> nothing else to do. Then, But no, it's like you can continue growing together. And, like, yeah. fans will write that stuff. They'll be like, established relationship, years down the road. Um they're cooking dinner and like one of them forgets ingredients and they have to like figure out what to do. And it's like people eat that stuff up. Like exactly. that getting together is not the end of like of a story. Yeah. Of a story. Exactly. And I, and I can totally agree with that. I can think of literally right right off the top of my head one from the eighties and one from the two thousands TV shows. Mm -hmm. Um one was uh Moonlight, which was Bruce Willis and I can't remember. And they were a PI essentially, or mm -hmm. but it basically was the precursor to Castle. Oh. Mm -hmm. So we had Nathan Fillion and I cannot remember her name. I'm sorry, I believe her name's Olivia something. And it was that PI working together mm -hmm. where we're teammates, but we've got this chemistry and we don't know how we feel about it. And then mm -hmm. it grows into something and suddenly they're like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, <laughs> there was so much opportunity. Why did you stop? Mm -hmm. Oi. Mm -hmm. Oi. That is the burden that we carry as fans who ship things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much ship shippery. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's my first one. It was like one of my baby ships as well. It's a yeah. good ship, though. Thank it you. Is. I love sailing that little canoe. <laughs> it's, it's I don't a, know. That's a pretty big, big ship. ship. Is it now? I mean, I fell out of it because I, I no, don't. That was like, like the most popular pairing from that series. It's okay. consistently been the most popular pairing. I mean, if you look at Teen Titans Go now, he's got how many songs written to her? I don't watch Teen Titans I don't Go. Watch okay. Go. Okay. Unfortunately. So because Greg, I acknowledge that I am not I, I acknowledge it exists yeah. and I acknowledge that it's not made for me. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm just, I know, we're good. I, we're good, I will put, well, So the one the one reason that I can redeem it is because Greg Sipes, who's the voice actor for Beast Boy, was in the original. Yep. So I honor that. But he wrote like two or three songs to Raven and it's basically, if I just pretend in my head that it's the original animation, it's okay. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. I'm saving my, I'm saving yeah. my space. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It has an audience. It's just not us. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Exactly. It exists. 
uh, what do you, what's another one for you, Amy? Okay. So I'm going to go with one that was very short lived, um, became kind of awkward and it makes me giggle because, uh, I'm going to go adventure time. Ooh. Um, and I'm, I'm tempted to go with the one that has always been and shall always be in forever or ever. Amen. Um, and then there's the other part of me that goes, I want to be distracted and go down the one that's just like, <laughs> it was there and then pop, it pooped into the air and disappeared that, and became air. That's very you though. I know. That's why I'm the distracted dame. <laughs> um, so I'm going to actually rein myself in and go back with our beautiful Marceline and uh, Princess Bubblegum. Oh, yes. nice. Which finally, spoilers if you have not watched all of Avenger Time, we get them back together. So yes. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But the growth that we see along the entire line where Marceline is constantly being shipped with everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just Finn, it's the boyfriend. Someone at one point had her shipped with Simon, which is Ice King, which was weird. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, I saw some of that and I was like, uh-uh, no, 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 uh-uh, no, stop. Yep. No, 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 no. Um, or even the fictitious Marshall Lee, which is the the version of her. Um, but the the relationships and them as people grow so beautifully. The entire oh my gosh, is it nine almost? That's a bit. It's a while. It yeah. might be. It might be. It's either nine or twelve, but it's seasons, and yep. we're talking twenty eight episodes per season, and they're between twelve to twenty minutes or more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then even in the story, if you don't really know Adventure Time, Marceline the vampire and Princess Bubblegum is kind of like a long living ethereal being who yes. was created by science and like uh, she a primordial being. Yeah, primordial <laughs> being created by science. So their relationship literally spans generations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. And you see each of them grow and you see how she, ch- how Bubblegum changes and how Marceline changes and all the different ways they interact with people and you learn their backstory. And then at the end, you're like, yes. It was always how it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, and it's, again, we had that Marie Kondo moment, and I'm having sparks <laughs> of joy right now, like exactly. I am holding a puppy. That's and how it should make you feel. Mm-hmm. Ugh, well, so. and it, it's so satisfying how it happens, too, because it's yes. very very much a battle couple moment. Yeah. Yes. That Which, one's and, in peril, and yeah. the other, like, hulks out, literally, <laughs> to, like, beat and, the snot out of something giant just to save her just to save her yeah and the battle couple thing because we've used that term and i realized we haven't really like uh defined it exactly smartest name oh thank you so battle couple is kind of um usually from like action genres or basically it can be more like mundane sort of series too um where it's basically you can imagine these two people back Mm -hmm. to back and they are they know each other so well that they're able to fight in sync so kind of think like if you want to think something more like lighter and more fantastical i guess flynn rider and rapunzel are a really good example because uh they kind of you know over the course of the movie they kind of get what each other can do and sort of thing. So it's one oh, of those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Also, like I said, uh, Evie and O'Connell from The Mummy. Oh, yeah. One. That's a very good one. The other one I thought one. of was Zoe and Wash from Firefly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're really into, again, with Disney, but mm-hmm. more uh, adventure type, mm-hmm. definitely Elizabeth Swan and... Uh, <laughs> We're like Orlando Bloom. And Orlando, <laughs> Orlando Bloom. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Orlando Bloom and versus Will Orlando Turner. Bloom. <laughs> Will but, Turner. There we but go. Yeah, but think, yeah, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> it's yeah. Orlando Bloom. But yeah, like think of the whole, uh, if you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean 3, the whole wedding scene where they're fighting back to back exactly. and they're getting married. That's like the whole aesthetic of a battle couple. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. So yes, Adventure Time. 
And later I might write a little tidbit or tweet a little tidbit on that. The other one that was the short lived, just like <laughs> makes me giggle <laughs> relationship, but I'm good. Stephanie. Oh, good. You yes. have a cornucopia of I delightful do. treats I, I upon them sure pages. I wasn't sure where we'd be going on this uh, road trip. So I wrote down a bunch of stuff. We're um, going into the secret tunnels. Secret, yeah, secret tunnels. <laughs> uh, I think one I can talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk about Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yay! Aww, yay. yay. And I'm going to do a caveat here because I do realize that like stuff has happened and they are not the way they once were. So I definitely kind of ship them in their prime, kind okay. of around the time where they had their own uh, miniseries called Scarlet Witch and Vision, A Year in the Life, which is them... Oh being uh basically the government's kind of messing with vision because they're avengers and the avengers work with the government and so wanda's kind of sick of it and she's like i'm here i'm gonna take my husband home and we quit the avengers because we are gonna live our life so it's basically around that time and it's just such a great couple because especially if you've been uh looking at early avengers history everybody wants wanda like everybody everyone's like oh you're the prettiest girl in this room and she's like Uh, okay (laughs) Um, she's like hi no yeah like like uh hawkeye is like hey there and she's like hi friend (laughs) (laughs) uh and then like uh it's weird and then like uh like you know back when she was with the brotherhood like all the people that were teaming up with them would be like oh yes this evil villainous scarlet witch uh she's great i will totally team up with you magneto like there's stuff like that so she's Mm -hmm. someone who like everybody really loves and then she ends up with vision who is a synthesoid which is basically a robot but with a human uh basically brain patterns mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, and you know he's awkward but he you know he's learning how to feel and then mm. she's like i like you you you're fun to hang out with and they just kind of grow closer and closer together and it's just really really sweet and i really love like just them together this, in that moment <laughs> this is making me so happy like literally i'm just like yeah my heart is just like just glowing it feels like it <laughs> well and then like when you want as a character also vision technically mm-hmm. they're both characters that are so difficult for a lot of writers to write yes. well True. that you can definitely see when they're not written well mm-hmm. so when they're together especially in that i've read some issues of it it's very cool because Wanda is very much, I've mentioned it before, the soccer mom. And then she <laughs> is very much the nerdy, Vision's very much the nerdy dad wearing the awful sweaters. Oh, yeah. there. Are, so <laughs> so you can look up panels. Like, if you're listening, just, like, go into Google and type in, like, Vision wearing sweaters. He wears so many dad sweaters. <laughs> or you can also look up Vision and Wanda on their honeymoon. And <gasps> he's just a totally red tomato body with, like, green little Speedos. <laughs> There's so many great comic book panels, guys. <laughs> Or, or my favorite comic book panel, which is like the, it's like them in a nutshell, mm-hmm. is there's this moment where the Statue of Liberty is like falling down, but then they have this moment where they have to confess their love for each <gasps> other. And so they're making out on the Statue of Liberty as it's crumbling and Captain America's like, you kids, help me out. <laughs> amazing i love it oh my gosh and this is so good this is the joy that shipping should bring you yeah. ladies and gentlemen and I'm, lovely in betweens yep. yes, oh my gosh my true. face is gonna hurt i'm smiling so hard <laughs> oh my gosh mini mini yeah, mini go for it okay Whew, that's hard to follow that one up. oh i know we're but all like <laughs> i'm gonna go with another comic book ship okay um i am going to go with the often debated Ooh. and then recently founded Ooh. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Ooh. Okay. I'm, on, I'm on this boat. Choo-choo. I 
yeah, we've got two villainesses who are quote unquote villainesses, but definitely more shade of gray characters. Mm-hmm. They're characters true. who they have their own opinions and they have their own goals and they're going to get them regardless of anyone else trying to stop them, mm-hmm. whether it be hero or whether it be villain. Yes. And it's very cool watching Harley Quinn go from someone who is basically a manic pixie girl with Joker. And she was basically created to be Joker's accessory. Yes. And to see the evolution of her in writing and in media go through that and then being a Mm -hmm. survivor of it, because she really is a survivor Mm -hmm. of mental manipulation, uh, emotional manipulation and abuse. Mm -hmm. And then to see Ivy who inherently is very selfish. She wants to take care of the planet and plants, and that is it. Mm -hmm. And then coming in contact with Harley, who is also weird, but also kind of broken, Mm -hmm. for them to help each other grow and to help each other heal and to help each other realize we don't necessarily need to be this, but it's okay that we are. Mm. And them growing together is fantastic. The comics are great with them Mm -hmm. together. Uh, Also, they're both technically bisexual, which is awesome. And also now married. Yes. Thanks yeah. to one iteration of the comics, which so is that super one, cool. That went slipping and we're all like, yes. What? yes. Married by Elvis. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the Harleyest Queen wedding I can imagine right there. Yep. And then she and, and Ivy agreed to it. That's the best part about yeah. that. It was. It makes you happy. Honey. It makes you happy, honey. <laughs> uh, and I even loved in the animated series where it was always hinted at too when mm-hmm. she was going when Harley was going through her recovery period. Oh yeah, that, it that first episode where they become close yeah. is really good. And it's so it's so it's not just sweet. It ha- builds all of this foundation of when we talk about we've been talking about ships. We're talking about the friendship portion of it mm-hmm. that elevates and basically creates this great panel of trust to build a strong foundation on mm-hmm. for love and i'm like yes yes give me more of this mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. Yes. well and then i like how easy it is for them to just slip into kind of frenemies friends eventually closer than friends and then eventually lovers mm-hmm. which is very much the evolution that they went through uh to the point to where the batman animated series comics one of my favorite panels is when Harley has to team up with Babs as Batgirl to help <laughs> Ivy. And Babs is like, is it true what everyone says about you guys? That you guys are, you know. And then she just like crosses her fingers together. And I and Harley's like, mm, maybe. I don't know. Sort of. And it's just, it's a very fun poke at their mm-hmm. relationship. Because at that point, it was like, mid 90s and they were not gonna deal oh with. early 90s at that point though oh the comics maybe. it was the comics would be like mid 90s that's true yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah it, it's just one of those chef kisses mm-hmm. that i'm so glad that we are having representation with them yeah. and super excited to see hopefully that they'll dive into it maybe with uh the birds of prey exactly. margot rowdy movie mm-hmm. it's been hint again the hinting the little bits of teasery we're like come on it's in the combo it's it's canon, not canon, but it it's in there now. So officially, let's just let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's air let's air this and be proud of it and go. Yes, she was never supposed to be with the Joker. You fools! Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> flee, you fools! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord of the Rings, that's mm-hmm. a good one too. There oh, is so many ships in Lord of oh the Rings. My oh my man! Gosh. Oh man! <laughs> There's so many. Oof. I'm getting distracted. This is why I am the distracted dame. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> shall shall I do one more? Yes. Barely. You shall do another. 
All right. So for the giggles, I got distracted and now started thinking of Lord of the Rings ships. Thank you, Strongest Dame. <laughs> um, so I am actually going to reel it back to the 90s. Ooh. I'm going to take it back to uh, TGIF when Boy Meets World was still our jam. And I'm going to talk about the quintessential We Loves It So, Corey and Topanga. Now they are Corey and Topanga Matthews. Mm -hmm. But their relationship, literally, if you have been watching, oh golly, I can't believe I'm admitting to this. But I watched uh, Boy Meets World since Minkus was a tiny Minkus. <laughs> and he was still in there. Mm -hmm. um, and the evolution of Corey and Topanga's entire relationship where they went from she pinned him against the first kiss was she pinned him against the locker after they had a um, his hair had been standing on end too that's the best part they had been in a protest and they were handcuffed together and she pushed him against the locker and kissed him and she's like I like you and he's like homina homina oh, no. <laughs> and it was this entire thing that she grows as an independent woman it's not that she she needs Corey it's that she chooses him at the end of the day and in the same way he chooses her because she's the quote unquote weird girl and so when you follow their progression of their entire their entire relationship to when they get married and they come back from the honeymoon and they realize this is real life yep. what we chose is now each other and they re and it's it's just this great representation of growing a relationship gr growing individually as people mm -hmm. coming together and growing the relationship and then understanding when you hit those road those speed bumps you have each other and that's what you need at the end of the day. At the end of the day, if you have each other, it's not uh, all you need is love, but you'll be able to work through it to get by or to get to the next level. And so they're like not America's sweetheart couple. That's Becky and Jesse <laughs> from Full House. We, we can have that talk later. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can call her back. <laughs> but they are one of my favorites. Um, and if we get into unfulfilled unfulfilled chips i got i got some of those but yes cory and topanga matthews forever in my hearts well cory and topanga are so cool because like you said she chooses to be with him and he mm -hmm. chooses at that point because they're younger she is very much the weird kind of hippie gal mm -hmm. so she wants to do all these protests and things oh, that kids yeah. at their age weren't even thinking about and it's really cool seeing they them evolve because I also grew up watching it, so it was mm -hmm. great seeing their evolution. But I particularly love that once they hit high school and then go into them graduating, mm -hmm. Corey's not a dumb student, but he's not a very high achiever. Exactly. And she is completely brilliant. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. she has the options to go to all of these very far away, very high level colleges. Mm -hmm. And they have to deal with the fact that she could leave. And they mm -hmm. might not be together. And Corey trying to figure out, should I try to go to college close by? Or should I try to just get a job and go with her? And then her thinking, should I stay here? Should I try and do that? And they never treat that as, well, clearly you have to stay with Corey. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They treat it like that's definitely her decision. Mm -hmm. And that's just, nah. So many shuck kisses around here. Exactly. Yes. And then if you do the follow-up, which is Girl Meets World, so you get back to the, that couple, she's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she is a straight-up fantastic. She's not lost any of her Topanganess, but she has maintained her her sense of professionalism, her smarts. She's raising these children to be independent and forward-thinking. And, and Corey became a teacher, and he became a history teacher. And it's this great way of honoring Feeney where they came from, but also that you know, his wife is just straight up balling. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it is, and he's not intimidated by her and he's not less proud of her and he doesn't feel demasculatized 
by her and it's it's a relationship that at the basis is on built on their friendship that created such forward momentum that it makes me proud and very happy to be able to go next generation if you don't want to watch boy meets world here's girl meets world just watch the parents Mm -hmm. watch (laughs) just watch that and then watch how their daughter starts trying to model all of her relationships after that too yep yeah 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 it's good i I went there okay (laughs) okay (laughs) stephanie Oh, goodness. Let's see. What else am I going to talk about? Um, bu- 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 oh, goodness. It's hard, man. I know. We got so, we got, we could just do a list and start running and be like, Mah. oh, goodness. Uh, so, um, I would say I'm going to pivot. I'm going to pivot into pivot, pivot. Uh, something a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pivot into something that's really good and like supported by like the writers, but wasn't like on screen. Okay. Uh, so there was a show called Leverage and it's about these um, thieves. Okay. And then one guy who's like the guy who was like on the side of the law until like his family, uh, like he basically lost his son lost control of his life Mm -hmm. and so basically gets hired to do this job with these thieves and then that goes south so then he uh they pull off this heist against the guy that like um messed with them and then they became like a found family and it's Mm -hmm. just really good but uh, it's a relationship between their hitter Mm -hmm. uh elliot their thief which is her name is parker and hardison which is their hacker and so Mm -hmm. the two other people in the group they're older they're kind of like the mom and dad and then um, these other people are like kind of very severely broken people. You got uh, mm. Elliot, who was a U.S. military okay. and then kind of like used by the system and became like kind of this very jaded person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Parker, who was like never really given a chance and kind of closed herself off emotionally. But she's also really weird. And that kind of like made other people not give her like the same like chances because she didn't know how to interact with them. And then Hardison, who's very charismatic, but like didn't know how to work really well with other people and so over the course of the series the three of them grow like closer and closer and then parker and hardison they become a couple and it's really good they like work for it and he's like hey i'm ready for this but i know you're not so uh i know relationships is taught he doesn't say it all out but he's like he knows that relationships are weird Mm -hmm. he's like here's a bowl of pretzels just tell me (laughs) if you know when you when you're ready for this bowl of pretzels just let me know and then so later on when they have like this really big like heist that they finally pull off she's like hey i'm ready for those pretzels now oh yeah it's yep. really That's cute the <laughs> thing ever. So they're really great and then uh elliot is like both of their friends they both have like they're very different relationships with mm-hmm. him but he's also very protective of both of them and so and then they become closer and closer and so one thing that people really liked was just all three of them together mm-hmm. and so uh it didn't happen all three of them it was just mm-hmm. uh Parker and Hardison, but like even the author, the writers were like, hey, if you want that, they end up all together. They're working, they're doing their own heist team, just the three of them. So if you want that to be the thing, then that's that can happen. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's really sweet. It's a really good show. And it's written by, um, I've talked about Blue Beetle before, Mm -hmm. the specific run. The guy who wrote that run of Blue Beetle, uh, John Rogers, also wrote uh, Leverage. Nice. So it's really good. So look, at, look at that pivot and correct. Yeah. Right? Right? Look at that. Oh, Goodness. Um, mine is going to be a little weird. So We my, like weird here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I'm proud. I'm glad. <laughs> mine is many. I like weird things. Um, 
But so mine's going to be actually a ship. I'm going to call it at this point, perhaps non-canon. So it's something that I can definitely see happening and I would be excited if it happens, but I don't necessarily know if it will. Mm. It is two of the characters being role played in the latest season of Critical Role. (gasps) Yep. mm -hmm, Going there. So we have (laughs) Beauregard, a Mm. monk played by uh, Marisha Ray. Yes. So one already played delightfully. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jester, a tiefling cleric played by Laura Bailey. And a ship I like to call, it's Beau Jester, but I like to call them Beaujes for the French of uh, a <laughs> nice Jester. fancy. I know. I mean, they just, sounds, it sounds delightful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a ship that I feel that they can grow together as such great people because Beau as a person is so jaded for a lot of things that have happened in her life mm-hmm. that she has had to learn how to grow and trust with the people that she's in this group with. And Jester is one of those weird people that just is happy all of the time. Yes. She's happy and she's mm-hmm. bubbly, even though she's also been through a lot of really bad stuff. You mm-hmm. just keep swimming. You just keep swimming. And that's mm-hmm. what she did. And Bo, they realize that they have something very similar in common with a lot of their anger from their pasts. And they have that line, but where Bo went and been and decided to be angry about it and harden, be jaded, and just close herself off. Jester didn't. Jester turned to art and to being very creative. Mm-hmm. And Bo's acknowledged that that's beautiful and she like loves that. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool watching their relationship because there's I don't know if it's intentional. Because it's happened a lot, but it seems like they could very easily go into the very close friends to lovers. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool watching that dichotomy because they're both helping each other grow. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bo's learning to soften and let people in and be creative. Jester's learning that it's okay to not be angry, to not be happy all the time. You can be angry. You can be frustrated. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. People will like you regardless. And they're both being played by Marisha Ray and Laura Bailey. And so it's really cool watching their characters interact and just, mm-hmm. I love yes. them. So if anybody wants to find Critical Role, we find it where? Ooh, Critical on Role. YouTube. On YouTube under the Critical Role uh, channel. They also, at this moment, are still with Geek and Sundry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be the case in the future, but at the moment, you can also find it under Geek and Sundry or on Twitch under both Geek and Sundry and Critical Role. And mm-hmm. for our listeners who don't know, Critical Role is. Critical Ooh. Role is. Thank you very much. I just mm. got so excited about the Beauges. I know. Um, I got really excited, role. though. <laughs> I want people to get on this train. Yes. Uh, Critical Role is a bunch of nerdy ass voice actors who Holla. sit down and play D&D, Dungeons and Dragons together, and just create characters and tell really cool stories. So they're all voiced. They have their own voices. They have their own distinct mm-hmm. personalities. Um, I'm talking specifically about what they call season two. Uh, which is with the Mighty Nine. They have mm-hmm. an entire other season that's with another team called the Box Machina Group. Uh, but I'm all about the Mighty Nine train. It's a good train. I it's love a good train. it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we've talked so much about delightful, delightful ships, you guys, and such history. I'm so glad we were able to share yeah. this. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm glad that my wealth of random knowledge came in because we were talking about this beforehand and I was like, well, actually, I have some more facts. I just... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I recall. Hello. I recall. <laughs> my family uh, has met Stephanie because, you know, we're friends all the time, but... <laughs> They definitely call her like fun facts. That's oh, yeah. just <laughs> for getting you a shirt. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite things to, or not favorite things, it's just something I do is I'll like, 
there be something that we're doing and then I'll remember something and I'll be like, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. And we have so many more ships we could talk about. But Oh, I, I know. I have a whole list here I didn't in. Oh, get into. So we didn't even talk about crack ships and there's so many. No, perhaps well, that could maybe be a follow-up episode that we ooh, can do. Yes, yes. Because yeah. there's there's so many things that you can talk about that I mean, can just bring you joy. And perhaps fandoms. we could play Slash or Slash Two. Well, I'll have to do some research. So there is a game if you kind of are interested in maybe sharing the joy of shipping with your friends or maybe seeing what your friends are into. There's oh, yeah, a game called Slash and Slash Two, mm-hmm. where it's basically a character that you put down, and then your friends try to convince you that the character that they put down is the best person to go with your character. I'm okay with this. We we should play on. We should have a uh, games with names and uh, Ooh, yes. put put us some slash. We could start it off with like a here's here's what you missed if you didn't listen to our <laughs> ship geeky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, that's been delightful. I'm so glad this brings me joy. Time this brings guys. me joy. <laughs> this brings me joy, and I hope you, dear listeners, have learned so many fun things. And I hope this makes you think about your ships, or if you find yourself maybe shipping something. I know of people who don't ship actively in fandoms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. upon being talked about about fandoms and shipping realize, oh, okay, that's what that is. Got it. Yes. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a vague outline, but this is <laughs> this has cleared up many of things. Ah, oh, thank that. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're teaching people things about finding joy around nerdy things. <laughs> and we didn't need Marie Kondo to do it for us <laughs> just yet. Not just although, yet. Although she is delightful. She is delightful. <laughs> she is a gift. Do you know who else is delightful? Who? Our Uncle Ben. Oh, Empire's Comics Walk, located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Stop by for pugs, hugs, comic books, collectibles, and thank you, Ben, for being our sponsor, but secondary and never the less important, our other sponsor. Our other sponsor that also brings us joy in a in a sensacular kind of way oh, is Quillen Ink Alchemy down at Etsy. You can find all kinds of fun scents for you and your beloved ones in your life, whether they be someone that you ship with you or just friends you can buy everybody's ships uh or scents you can buy them scents based on their (laughs) ships actually that is a fun thing that'll be very interesting uh by using a code hot dame for 15 percent off of your purchase yes i Mm -hmm. love it oh this has been a great this is i could keep talking all night but we're gonna happy february you guys happy (laughs) february guys of course i am amy the most distracted dame you can find me at i jane you robot on the very social media and across the table from me oh goodness a pivot I'm trying that pivot thing. So many pivots. Uh, I am the strongest dame. I am Erminia, but you guys also know me as Minnie. And to my left, I have the most knowledgeable dame, Stephanie, who, and you can find me at Geek, uh, well, no, Dame of the Galaxy on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I guess I also have an Instagram. You might. <laughs> you might. I might. It's a Dame Exhaust on the Insta Swams. It, it helps just in case people want to see what she's up to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll be posting my ships now. Yeah, and, I, uh, and then, uh, not to spoil anything, but I do have some uh, interesting stuff planned in the future. So I can't wait till I can finally talk to you guys about that. You have secrets. I have secrets. (gasps) They're top secret right now. Shoot, I won't Mm -hmm. say. But just remember, geeks in distress. No need to light the signal. We're always on patrol. See you next episode, guys. Bye. Bye.